This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to Upvoted No Sleep, where OP slash Haunting Hour writes, When my friend first introduced me to the dark web, I was amazed at how such an unknown thing could house some of the most illegal things on earth. Up until today, I had only used it for learning how to code and commit small crimes. But after the horrifying videos I just found, I don't think I'll ever use the dark web again. I first met my best friend Alex a little bit after I got into high school. My parents had moved us to a new town, and I had no friends. It was lonely at first, but I got used to it. We moved because they were paranoid after many murders occurred in our town. I thought this was weird, moving across the country over that, but I let it go. The reason Alex and I became friends so quickly was because we both had a shared interest in the internet and everything it has to offer. I was a gaming addict, while he was more of a coder and developer. Two years later, we were still best friends. But now we were much older and smarter. Alex had discovered the dark web, and he was obsessed with it. He pretty much spent every hour of the day on it, searching through anything you could imagine. There was nothing wrong with this. But one search he made was the biggest mistake of his entire life. I remember waking up to dozens of text messages from him one morning. This wasn't normal. Alex wasn't a very social person, and it was very hard to get words out of him. I opened my phone to see what he had messaged me. Dude, Jack, you have to come over right now. This is important. Jack, please wake up. This is urgent. Where are you? These were only some of the messages, but the rest were very similar, with them all being urgent and that I needed to go to his house immediately. My parents were both at work still, so I went over to Alex's house. When I arrived, there were four cop cars parked in front of his house, and there were dozens of people and news vans standing out front. I made my way through the crowd, and Alex's mother told the police to let me inside. I could see tears rolling down her cheeks as she opened the door. What's going on, Mrs. Gonzalez? I said. Alex is missing, she said as she started crying. My heart sank. 
How could this happen? He had just texted me earlier that morning. And that was when it hit me. What if he was trying to warn me? What if his text messages were related to his disappearance? Still in shock, I walked up to one of the detectives in the kitchen. Is Alex going to be okay? I asked. Of course he is. He's going to be just fine. We're going to find him very soon. One of the detectives responded. Something about that response was off. It was like I knew he was wrong. Deep down, I had this slight feeling that I wasn't going to see him ever again. I remembered the text messages, however. I pulled out my phone to show it to the detective. He texted me this morning. What if this has something to do with him going missing? I said swiftly. As he began reading them, his expression quickly changed. It was like it got worse. He told me they needed to keep my phone for now to investigate the text messages and said they would give it back to me later. I stayed around the house for a while, not just because I missed Alex, but because I wanted to comfort his parents. They cared about me a lot, and it hurt to see them like that. His mother couldn't stop crying. Eventually, however, I went into Alex's room to see if I could find anything that might give a clue about why he went missing. I searched through everything. I found nothing. But then, I did notice something. Alex's computer was on, but his monitor was turned off. I looked for the button to turn it on, and I hit it. And as the screen lit up, my heart sank. He was on the dark web. Obviously, this was normal. But for some reason, he had dozens of different tabs opened. I knew this part wasn't normal, so I closed the door and locked it, and began going through them. At first, it was pretty usual for him, but then things started to get weird. He had a tab open that was an article about a murder that had happened several years ago. The article said that it was a woman who was found dead in her apartment. Her body was mutilated, cut up, and covered in acid. I nearly threw up reading it, and seeing the horrifying pictures of the crime scene. Not wanting to see any more of it, I switched the tab, just to reveal another article about another murder. Confused, I quickly went through the rest of the tabs he had open, and they were all the same thing. They were all about some type of murder or crime. The one that stuck out to me most, however was one about a murder that had happened two years ago. Now, at first, it seemed pretty normal. But as I read further, I realized what it was. It was about the murder of our neighbor that prompted us to move away. Confusion quickly swept over me. <laughs> How did Alex know about that? I never told him about it, because to me, it wasn't that important. I figured it must have just been a strange coincidence. But then, I saw the last search he had made on his computer. It was my last name. Horrified and confused, I quickly stumbled out of his room and back into the living room. Is everything all right? Alex's mother said, sniffling away her tears. Yeah, I, I, I just need to go home for dinner. I responded. On the way home, so many questions and thoughts filled my mind. 
Why was he searching up my last name? Did he think I had something to do with this? That must have been why he was texting me so frantically that morning. If only I could just explain to him that I didn't do anything wrong. But I couldn't. He was still missing, and I had to find out why. When I got home, I raced to my room and slammed the bedroom door shut and got on my computer. I loaded up for my browser and turned on my VPN. I knew what I had to do. I began typing in the letters of my last name, becoming more nervous after every letter. And when I finally hit enter, nothing happened. It was just a blank screen. Confused, I refreshed the page. But once again, there was nothing. But why did Alex search this if there was nothing, I thought to myself. There must be something out there. I was getting ready to close the tab, thinking I'd ran into a dead end, when suddenly the page started to load. It took several minutes, but finally, it loaded to reveal hundreds of videos. Immediately, I knew what they were. They were murders. But why did they show up when you searched my last name? I considered just stopping right there and turning back, knowing the horrifying things I would see if I continued on. But I couldn't. I knew this had to be why Alex went missing. So I clicked on the first video. As it started playing, I saw what looked like a woman strapped to a chair in, in, in some sort of basement or something. I quickly recognized who it was. It was our neighbor from two years ago. I could tell because she had the same heart-shaped tattoo on her neck. She sat there for a minute, struggling, panicking, and screaming for someone to help. However, suddenly two figures walked into frame. At first, I couldn't tell who they were. But as they turned around to face the camera, my heart sank. It was my parents? My father? holding a knife, while my mother was holding a small scalpel. And they paused for a moment, before they started what was the most horrifying five minutes of my entire life. I watched as they cut her into pieces, and listened as she begged for mercy, screaming the whole time. Blood filled the room as she took her last breath. When the video ended, it quickly went to another revealing the exact same room and chair I'd seen before. I was traumatized by what I'd already seen, and I knew I couldn't watch any more of it. My parents were murderers, and now I knew the real reason we moved away two years ago. I knew there was something off about that, but I just never could have imagined that this was the horrifying secret that they'd been hiding from me. This whole time I thought Alex was trying to accuse me of being responsible for these murders. But I was so wrong. He was trying to warn me. I scanned through more of the videos, each in the exact same room. I was just about finished, ready to go to the police so that I could tell them about what I had just seen. And I noticed something. There was a new video uploaded today on the website. I quickly clicked on it and pressed play to reveal what looked like a man this time, strapped to the chair. He had a sack over his face. I couldn't tell who it was. Once again, however, I saw my parents walk into the frame. 
My father walked up to the man and pulled the sack off his head. At first I couldn't tell who it was, but then I realized who I was looking at. It was Alex. And that was an upvoted no-sleep story by OP slash Haunting Hour. Sweet dreams.